Welcome back to another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-hosts, Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. And we do have special guests in with us this morning, Coach Corey Quinn and Talon Puckett. Glad to see both of you in studio with us today. So, Jaden, what have we got on the agenda this morning? All right, Coach, I just want to recap a little bit about last week's game. I mean, um, it was a tough game and we looked pretty good, but – I mean, we're not only playing the Aggies, but a little bit we're also playing the refs, in my opinion. So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, we dropped seven, we dropped them 17 points, right? So let's just recap a little bit about that. And um, last year, um, the score changed tremendously to the Kai Like last year, it was almost like a blowout. And then this year, we only lose at like 17 points, I'm pretty sure. So let's recap a little bit about that. Yeah, we're we're closing the gap a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and blame the officials. We didn't make enough plays to win at the end of the day. Um, my group knows what we talked about afterwards. Um, there was a lot of adversity on the field that we had to deal with and overcome. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like we – we had a hard time getting the quarterback on the ground on defense, and we had some key we had some key miscues on offense that could have kept drives going. Um, if we play our best on offense, we probably wind up with about 42 points ourselves. So I'm not going to sit here and blame anybody else for for us losing the football game. We just got to get to a point where we're we're not making as many mistakes, and we're you know continuing to capitalize on the things that we know we need to do to get better and to ultimately win a football game against a good team. All right, so I got a question for you, Talon. So um, I'm pretty sure that you have swapped over to safety this week, or maybe last week I seen you at safety some during the Kossuth game. Um, so how has the change been from getting more um, offensive snaps at the beginning of the year to now you're swapping over to defensive snaps? I just play wherever Coach Quinn puts me, you know. I've played corner, safety. I told him if he needs me to go in the nose guard, I'll play it. I just, I just like to move around, like being a utility player for the team. So, Coach, um, we've seen what a good quarterback and a mobile quarterback can do. Um, so, um, how have you uh, worked with the defense and uh, just kind of like um, – or showed them like um, like how, how to, I guess, stop that, you know, because that quarterback, he was running all over the field and um, he wasn't just staying in the pocket. And if people – if our lineman or linebacker or whoever got there maybe back to him, he was out of there. He was gone and he was quick. So, let's just talk a little bit about that, how you've been preparing him for that because – I'm pretty sure Morville has kind of a similar quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, some of that is a is a numbers issue. When you're playing a quarterback that can move, you're playing almost like it's they've got 12 on offense and you've got 11 on defense. It makes it really hard to defend when you have a guy like that. Um, some of our issues tackling and getting the quarterback on the ground were a physics issue. He was a pretty big kid. Um, we were there quite a few times. We missed seven sacks in the first half. So – the first thing that you address is I really like the tenacity that we had on defense. We were getting back there. The next thing we have to do, and it's just such a – it's our next step as a program, is finishing, finishing plays, finishing games, finishing drives. That's what we've got to get to and what we've got to keep developing. Um, Morville does have a really good mobile quarterback. He's got a strong arm. If we let him out of the pocket and let him decide what he's going to do Friday, it'll be a long night for us defensively. But if we can dic try to dictate the game to them a little bit, I think we'll have some more success this week. As, so, go ahead. As you said, you've had struggles on both the offensive and defensive end. How have you gotten your players to bind this week to fix those mistakes? I think they saw how close they were Friday. You know, like the, the game against Kosuth hadn't been close even in 10 years, you know, and, and going into the half, we're, we're right there. You know, we got a, 
We got kind of a questionable pass interference penalty that kept the drive going for them right before halftime. Uh, Hunter Stewart was not close to touching that kid. Um, and they threw a flag and extended a drive for them. Uh, so they got points right before halftime. And, you know, what's it come back to again? Finishing, right? We were down 14 to nothing. We fought back. We clawed back. We showed that we have some teeth. Uh, and we showed we had some grit. And then we, you know, we onside kicked and we got it back. And then we scored after a big penalty, a big holding penalty knocked us backwards. And then we scored anyway. Um, so then there was about a minute and 50 seconds left to take before halftime, maybe two minutes. And they marched down the field and put the ball in the box before we went to halftime. That was big. You know, I told them at halftime we were going to need to be plus two in the turnover margin to win the football game. And we didn't get that done, you know. And we actually wound up minus one because we muffed a kickoff return. And they got the football back. So, you know, what really could have been a one-possession game with us having the ball at the end and then – you know, if we would have had the ball at the end and we would have scored, I was going to, I was going to go for two, you know, we're going to go try to win the game. Um, so it's just – it's little things like that and trying to, you know, still preach to these guys. It's details. Details matter. Details win. I'm sure they think I'm a lunatic because at practice, like if it's not perfect, it drives me crazy. And I realize that we can't be perfect. But what we can do is we can be committed to paying attention to the details and the little things that are going to help us win. TP, on Friday, I noticed how fired up the team was. How every day at practice are you helping to keep that intensity? The way I see it, I don't. I try to be a leader, but like on offense, Eli's a quarterback. He's got to lead his team. I told him that yesterday. He's just got to lead on on defense. I think the middle linebacker. That's that's the leader, but Booker also keeps us up a pretty good bit. I try to make sure we. I mean, we do our jobs. Yesterday, we had Zay and Hunter fighting. And I mean, we just can't have that. We can't beat each other's necks or we're not going to win. We got to play as a team. And that's something, too, that we've talked about. It's like, you know, on offense, we're really old. On defense, we're really young. So, like, when things kind of, when things, you know, we can't let things snowball on us defensively. I think offensively, we would do a good job because those guys have played enough games to coming back and saying, all right, hey, we're good. Like, let's, let's keep it going. Defensively, they hadn't played enough football games yet to know, like, hey, let's not be prisoners of the moment. Let's settle down. Let's do our jobs. So, you know, we had a we had a bust in the secondary yesterday, and it caused a, a quick argument that we that we put to bed quick. But, you know, it's just a, it's just a reps issue and a and a you know don't blink, it's going to be all right issue too. Play the next play, right? So, coach, I'm going to touch on a little bit of uh, this Friday. So, Morville is currently three and zero, and we're two and one. So. I mean, how have you – I know you said that in the uh, – to Randall Lindsay at the end of the game, you can't really take away too many more victories because a loss is still a loss. But, I mean, you got to find something good out of that to, I guess, make a positive to kind of build off of um, and have some momentum going into this game. So, what would you say was, was some positives from the Kossuth game to kind of like build off of and just keep the momentum rolling, the snowball rolling? Oh, God, there are tons of positives from last Friday night, tons of positives. We stood in there, and we, we caught a couple blows early, and then we started punching back, you know, and, and we punched back the whole game. Chase, you know, had a 75-yard kickoff return for a touchdown with three minutes to go. We didn't quit. We didn't lay down. We didn't punk out, and that's something that I, you know, that, that I wanted to see out of our group is what's going to happen when we get a little adversity, you know, we get a little bit of our own blood in our mouth. How are we going to respond? to you know to a team coming out and kind of hitting us some but you know like I told I told the guys like 
we're past the point where I need to come in that locker room after the game and, and high-five them for playing hard. We're past that point. What's not what we invested all this for was to be happy and content with playing hard. We're only going to be content with winning the football game, right? And then if we win the football game, what do we have to do to get better to win the next one? And that's the mindset that we're trying to, that we're trying to develop and grow here. And I see – and, you know, I have to remind myself, right – there's a lot of humility from where we came from last year. And we've got to be humble about the process that we're going through right now. But to see our team currently compared to the team that was here last year, you know, it's just it, – it's night and day. And I feel the difference. And, you know, if you weren't in it every day, you probably don't see as much of a difference or can't feel as much of a difference. But there's a huge difference in the way these kids compete than it was my first year here. So. We're, we're closing the gap. We're doing the things that we need to do to be successful. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're, going as, we're going as hard as we can, as long as we can, and play until the final whistle. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm proudest of with these guys. So, Talon, he was talking a little bit about, like, um, the difference that's, uh, in the change that's happened just over the course of a season. So, I just want to hear a little bit. I don't think I, I have yet to ask a player um, how much uh, practices have changed and just – um, things like that have changed since last season. So I just want to get a little bit of a um, player's perspective or a bird's eye view of what's what's changed um, with the football program. Well, you know, last year, I mean, everybody, I feel like, dreaded practice. But this year so far, I mean, everybody's having fun. We're trying to keep the juice up. This week, we didn't really practice that well. So, But I think I think it's just a lot funner. We're like, we're playing football, you know. It's, just, it's a lot easier. And, Coach, when you said that you might not be able to notice a difference if you're not there every day, but I think a lot of people have because we've been from getting down and not fighting back to fighting back and trying to stay in the game and even win it. So I think people have noticed a big difference. And how do you think people noticing and supporting you helps? So Does it help a lot? Oh, yeah. And, you know, like we could feel – you know, you can always feel the crowd behind you. And they have an impact, you know, when we're – when we got down 14 nothing, it was kind of quiet, you know, and subdued. And then when we got that onside kickback, I mean, it seemed like everybody was behind us and we were pushing forward. So, like, you could see on film when we do something well, our stands are getting into it now and getting more involved. And, you know, it's been since 2007, I think, so there's been a winning football season here. So, it's been a long time since they've, since they've watched, you know, they've watched good football. And we're trying to deliver that every Friday night. And, you know, to see them support us and to get behind us, it makes a huge difference. Like, we need to make our home atmosphere a little bit louder, a little bit more raucous, a little bit more, a little bit more of an intimidating place to play for our opponents because the kids feed off the energy, right? The crowd brings the energy. So uh, that's, uh, that's one thing that we felt Friday was that our people were behind us. Well, Coach, I do know uh, seeing these student athletes in the classroom, they, they are ready to play football on Friday yeah. night, and I'm glad to see that change. I, I have noticed a change in, in your players from last year to this year, so good job on that. And thanks again for taking your time out of your busy schedule. I know you've got a big game to get ready for, and I'll let you get back to that. Talon, thanks for coming in. I always like to have our players get on TC Braves Nation and talk to us a little bit. So we'll be right back after this short break. And we're back with TC Braves Nation. We've got another guest across the desk from us, Coach Brian Middleton. Coach, glad to see you back in this week. Good to be back, Mr. Romans. All right, Coach. So um, 
We started a non-division off a little bit rocky. Now we're getting towards the end of the season and things are getting fun. I mean, it, we have been looking great. So we're in a well, – so I'm a little bit excited about that. We're number one in the division, so let's talk a little bit about that. We beat East Web, uh, Webs, Webster. Webster, yes. Yes, all right, uh, here recently. So let's just uh, recap a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, we're on a 12-game, 12-set uh, winning streak, kind of exciting, four games in a row. Uh, that we've been able to, you know, put our opponents down 3-0. And um, East Webster was, was the other night. And uh, we played really well on the road against a team that was 11-1 and going in. And uh feel good about where we are, Jaden. So it's, it's kind of exciting. You're right. It's the first place in the division, sitting good. And that early uh, season rough schedule that we had is paying off for us. So how did you uh, – I mean – um, like, it's hard to, like, lose some games and then get back up from it. So, how did you push your team into the right direction uh, and just uh, put your team on the right side of the wing column? Well, there there were some moments it was kind of rocky there. Um, you know, we just kept telling them, you know, we're playing these tough teams for a reason. Um, it's to make us better when it gets to division time. And, um, you know, we got – it was some frustration in there. And we get to kind of see um, – I know we've won four in a row, but we have South Tilla coming in here on Monday, and we get to kind of see that's one of the teams that beat us earlier that we – you know, when it, we were going through that little rough spell, and we get to come back at our place Monday and see, hey, are we, are we a lot better than we were then? And so I'm, I'm kind of excited about that challenge as well. So, if you had to pick out some things from the recent game that's, like, help, I guess, uh, prepare you for, for uh, the South Silo game. So, like, was their setter good or um, just some standout players on the other team or maybe things on our team that just prepared us and that you could learn from uh, that, that just uh, would prepare us for this game or other games near the end of the season? Yeah, a lot of it's us um, in volleyball. You know, they can't come on our side of the net. So, yeah. we could, if we control the ball – and we get Reese swinging and Meg and Sophie and Margaret. If we get those girls swinging and hitting the ball, that puts a lot of pressure on the other team and uh, doesn't allow them to hit. And Saltilla has got an outstanding middle hitter. Um, mm -hmm. And we've, we've seen, you know, a couple of those. Amory had a really good middle um, in our division. And – you know, that it, it kind of helps, again, prepare us for that. And, and Amory's beating Saltilla. So, you know, we beat Amory, you know, pretty good in here. So, um, we, we feel like we didn't play well that night. And uh, we'll be expecting to come in here and play really well on Monday. With there not being that many division games left, I know you've been looking ahead. How are playoffs looking? Because that is a big part of our season. Yeah, still got to win the division. You know, we we haven't clinched it yet. We're in first place. We're sitting good. We've we've beaten everybody um, in the division except for Shannon, and um, you know they're they're struggling a little bit right now. So um, just you know. I got to look at it and see when we would, you know, what we got to do to kind of clinch. But we get to we we take care of our own business here, so we win and we we end up first, and that's what we need to do is end up first in the division, and and then the first two rounds of the playoffs you would get to host it. They moved it to the basketball format this year, and uh, that's neat. But you know, it's new, um, and so I'm used to it. But the first two rounds would be home, and mm -hmm. then third round is kind of not not sure yet. So last time I talked to you, you talked about like practice changing. Um, yeah, you said that practice has changed a lot. Players are becoming uh, becoming more p competitive, and uh, just it's it's becoming more fun in a in a sense. So, can you uh, just uh, tell me how 
Um, practices have changed in a way. I mean, we kind of walked through it a little bit last week, um, but just I kind of want to hear a little bit more about it because it seems like it's getting more loud from from my point of view because I can hear it, like I said last time, in the classroom. So it just seems more fun and um, just want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, it is. We're competing every day. We, we you know, we let them play. You know, it, it sounds funny, but we're, we're playing games during practice and they're competitive games. There's a winner, there's a loser. You know, everybody's involved. Um, and, and some days we come in and we just even the teams out. We just say, all right, we're going to – we're going to work on, like yesterday, we worked on out-of-system stuff. And so, you know, out-of-system means when you don't get your passers passing, your setters setting, and your hitters hitting. So you, you might have a hitter that's setting another hitter or, you know, a hitter setting a setter. And, you know, you're just out-of-system because that happens a lot in a volleyball game and it's hard to practice that stuff. And so we're mixing them up, making them play with different people, and they have to do different things and they're enjoying practice. It's fun. Um, it is competitive. I know yesterday a couple of them got fired up because they were losing. And, um, you know, it, there's a consequence when you lose. You know, when you lose in a game, there's a consequence. There's a result. You lose a division game, you fall in your division. You lose in the playoffs and your season's over. And just like that, in our, in our competitions in there, we have these little small consequences. It may be doing a wall touch. It may be – uh, doing a wall sit, it may be doing burnouts, and so we we you know make it competitions. It may be that hey, you first in line at the Gatorade cooler. So uh, if you win, so it's it's some neat stuff we're trying to do, and they get they get fired up and excited. And I like I just like seeing people compete because it, when you compete, it brings out the best in you. It's kind of like that oh what's that old saying? The cream rises to the top, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's all we're trying to do is get our girls to compete at a high level. And since I've seen competition, I've seen energy from kids. And then, you know, when you see yourself succeed, it breeds confidence and all that stuff. So that's all that's happened for us. With your energy comment on Tuesday, I noticed that when we were scrimmaging, we had so much energy and it completely changed the way we played. Like it felt like we could not be stopped. How can you help translate that over to game and keep energy up even when things aren't going the right way? Yeah, that's that's up to our leaders, you know. We we challenge them every day. We started warming up yesterday at a basketball practice and um you know, it was really quiet in there and I challenged our leaders right then, hey, don't let this don't let this practice be quiet. You know, you want energy in the building. Um there's an old saying we've taken from basketball to volleyball, quiet gym's a losing gym and you don't want um you don't want your gym to be quiet. You want it to be energetic and upbeat and um that's something we strive for every day in practice. We talk about it. Um, even when we're doing things that aren't fun, we might be conditioning or something. I want energy to, to that. And so challenge our kids to be energetic, and um, hopefully that they, they learn that leadership role and it carries over into a game. And they, they address it on the bench some nights. They're like, guys, there's no energy here. Let's pump it up. And, um, you know, it's something we, we want them to do. We demand it from them. So, Coach, talking a little bit more about um, stepping up in a leadership role. So, have, have you seen any players that's been, like, sitting back most of the season and um, just starting to come out, you know, and uh, start being more of a leader or, I guess, a hot man or um, so to speak? Yeah, look, um, we've got, you know, of course the obvious Reese Moore is, is an obvious leader on our team. You know, she leads vocally. She leads um, with her play. Um, you know, she's pretty pretty solid player out there. And then, you know, Zarelli is an encourager out there, and she does her thing. And she'll, 
you know, turn around and look at somebody and say, hey, let's, you know, we got to pick this up. It's better. And um, one, but one person you asked about, about stepping up, um, one person I've noticed stepping up lately is Margaret Claire. Um, you know, she, she, you know, plays a vital role for our team with, with her ability to block in the middle. And then she's really stepped up her ability to get kills. Um, I think um, her and Balin are on the front row a good bit, and they're kind of developing a, a little bit of, of chemistry. You know, when, when there's a pass that's outside, Balin knows to go. She can trust Margaret in the middle, and she's doing a good job of bringing that ball across her body right now and hitting that angle around that middle blocker. And so I think that's going to provide an advantage for us down the stretch um, in that spot. And um, But she's been an encourager. You know, I've heard her turn around a couple times and tell girls, good set, good this, good that. Um, you know, she looked at a Balin. She looked at Balin in a moment the other night that was frustrating. Was like, "Don't you do that!" And so uh, there's there's moments of encouragement and uh, and positivity. And just right there in that moment, Balin needed her to break the ice, and she did. And uh, you know, just these moments that she's been able to lead, I've, I've seen lately, and that's pretty cool. Well, all right, Coach. Well, there again, we're enjoying this run. We'll be back on the broadcast next home game here for us, ready to get some games back at TC. So I know we've got a good stretch coming up. So thanks again for taking time out of your schedule. I'm Brandon Romans for Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. We'll see you next time on TC Braves Nation.